Hello everyone. I'm your Tilaka Kumar, the host of Selecta podcast. This podcast is dedicated to inspire and empower women to pursue an excellent career by filling the gender gap, to live to the fullest of her potential and to achieve financial independence. I will be interviewing amazing successful women sales leaders and entrepreneurs from India and around the globe. Where we discuss their sales journey, their challenges, their wins and much more. Let's dive in. So my today guest is uh, Roslyn. Hi Roslyn, welcome. It's Alaga. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing well and happy to have you here. So just I'll give you a little introduction about you. Roslyn uh, have 30 years rich experience as an English mm-hmm. professor and she's an author for a book 21 must do's for women in business to close more deals and she's a owner and founder of Leadership Keys Unlimited. So this is a short intro now uh, I would like uh, Roslyn to give you summary to give the summary to us to the audience oh for Roslyn. sure again thank you for having me as a guest I, i really do believe in my journey as an entrepreneur that is really critical particularly for women to be able to be able to to sell to me selling is a superpower If you're able to sell your goods and your services, in my opinion, that is a ticket to wealth. So spending time really honing your sales skills because it's an art form. It takes time, but really paying attention to putting that on top of your list of things that you must do as a business owner is really critical. And in the beginning, I first decided to become an entrepreneur probably 20 years in to being a teacher mm-hmm. so i ran a business alongside of teaching and what i found out is that i was great with content oh i was great with all the content great with the service that i provided the problem was is that i was miserable when it came to selling i actually hated selling <laughs> so <laughs> that took me on a journey because after a while if you can't sell are you in business no So I was forced to get into a program. I got into a sales program where I learned a nine-step sales system and I changed my mindset, worked hard on my mindset and best practices and what I learned is once I got that system underneath my belt, I was able to close sales more consistently. The first time I used my sales system, I was able to close a $2500 deal with Chick-fil-A and then another one and then another one. I was consistent because I had a system. That was just really surprising for me and I changed my business to focus on sales because I wanted to help other people who, you know, like where I was, I wanted them to be as proficient in sales as I've become. Wow that's that's really good you know it's a big transition right like being a professor and moving to business and then you found without sales there is no business right exactly since you come from a professor background i just curious like do you really see a complementary you know the teaching quality for a sales person uh, absolutely in my program that i run for entrepreneurs is a six month program of course is based on a lot of uh, teaching and teaching never changes so my ability to teach to communicate to you to teach in different ways 
because believe it or not, every participant that I have in my program, they learn in different ways. All of that comes into play as I'm trying to offer my service. So I feel like I'm a better service provider because I can teach. I can instill this information in a faster way in my participants, uh, in those entrepreneurs who want to learn the nine-step system, who need to uh, change their mindset and learn best practices. I can help them do it faster because of what I've learned in all of these years teaching. Even though you know I've taught little children all the way up to mm. college age students and good teaching doesn't change. It doesn't change. Mm. So as a sales trainer, your teaching uh, profession is really helping you, right? Yes. My goal is to make sure that after six months that they're able to generate more income on their own. And mm. in our program, what I think is really important and, and really sets us apart is that there's a part of our program where the first time we meet, we work. That's when I'm teaching, doing the teaching. The second time that we meet, it's action oriented. So this is like a sales lab where we're doing role playing. That's teaching. <laughs> that's a very <laughs> way of teaching where they're actually running lead generation or running a sales call where they're getting questions answered. So there's a lot of support in our program. And that's another thing that I've learned as a teacher. The more support that you can give uh, to someone in, in the beginning, you know, or as, or even as they're learning something more deeply, again, the faster they learn, the more thoroughly they learn, the more to get a, a really big result. Yeah. I remember the other day when we spoke, you also mentioned that not only to the sales guys, you also want sales managers together learn your program, right? Yes, I think it's I think it's really really important. Again, if you're understanding that sales is an art form and that every aspect of the sales process can be improved upon. I can be better at being able to show the benefits of my program. I can be better at handling objections. We can always improve and I think that with that in mind, also because we're in a group situation and format. What I bring is, you know, my knowledge and my expertise. But as a group, there's that group synergy. I'm telling you, when you bring minds together, people who have been in who have been entrepreneurs for they might have maybe new to being an entrepreneur or they've been an entrepreneur for years. You bring all that experience together in one room, oh my goodness, people really do come out learning a lot more. So that's it's important, yes, for sales managers. It's important for all entrepreneurs who really want to increase sales. And how important uh, you see a business owners should learn, undergo the sales trainings? Well, what I have found, which is interesting to me as a sales trainer, I will find here and there entrepreneurs who've never been trained in sales. Always surprises me because I think it is the sales is the very bedrock. <laughs> it's the very basic thing that I think an entrepreneur should be be learning. And when you have someone who, you know, they lack a sales system, it means that they're selling inconsistently because they'll sell to this person one way, they'll sell to that person a, a different way, they'll sell to that person in an extremely different way. They have no system. And if you have no system, there's no way of being predictable, of having predictable steps that make sense, that creates 
results over and over again. And you're leaving money on the table when you when you mm-hmm. lack a sales system. You really are. So putting together a, a system that's effective is really important. And every entrepreneur should have that on the top of their list to do. You know, some uh, companies, they feel, you know, training is an investment, you know, for a company, for a salesperson, only product training, if they learn that is sufficient. How do you see that? Listen, the bottom line training is just a cost that I think managers, business owners, they just need to accept. If you're going to be good at anything, you need to be trained. And in the final analysis, you save a lot of time, energy, frustration, training your people, making sure that they get good. It's going to help the bottom line. And mm. look, the cost of training is going to be absorbed in the fact that here you are making one sale after an- another. So training is just, to me, it's just a no-brainer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> training, training your people is it should be something that's very important to do. And there's lots of different ways. There's a lot of different ways to, you can cut costs in training, but nonetheless, I think that training is the responsibility of the department of the manager to make sure that their people know their stuff and have a system that they can rely on. Wow. That makes sense. You know, since I, you are a professor, I want to ask one question, like, if I am a salesperson, how important for me teaching quality, you know, I being a teacher. At you being a teacher, how important that is as a, as a sales, as an sales. entrepreneur? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a social seller for the most part, even though I do, I'm doing more in-person events and, and things. I think that as entrepreneurs, we're always teaching. I know I have a Facebook group and I'm not, I know a lot of other social sellers who have Facebook groups. They're doing podcasts like this. They're doing Facebook lives. They are writing blogs. And so that ability to be able to state uh, an issue, a problem that perhaps their prospect deals with and the many ways that you can solve it, you know, Mm. that is teaching. (laughs) And to be able to do it in a simplified way, to be able to teach is to take complex ideas and to make them simple so that the audience, you know, your audience can go, got it. And so that they can self-select themselves to go into your Facebook. They want to know, learn more from you. So they'll sign up for your Facebook group or they'll sign up for your blog. They want to learn more from you. So I find that good entrepreneurs are the best are good teachers. They're able to communicate ideas and to do it in a simple way that allows the prospect to go, oh, I, oh, I didn't know that. I, I want to learn more from Rosalind. I want to sign up for her webinar because I want to learn more from her. So I think we have to be good teachers. And it's nice to be able to do that in an entertaining way too. Yeah, I totally agree to you. You know, if any new product or new technology, something you're going to convey to them, which can solve their problem, you have to mainly teach them, okay, whatever you use and whatever I'm going to give, this is what the benefit you're going to get. You're basically teaching them to understand so that their life become better by using your product, right? Absolutely. I solve your problems in in this way. And let me expound on that. And then a call to action. And that takes time to be able to, I think, 
because we're talking now we're getting into copywriting, which is a form of sales, you know, sales yeah. on paper. And that ability to, to do that is what sets you apart from, from others and gets you recognized. The, the ability to educate. Yes. Yes. And let's talk about your book, 21 Must Do's for Women in Business to Close More Deals. Yes. That's my latest book. My first book on sales, I am very much dedicated to women. I want to see them achieve in sales. And here's the thing, Delaga, there's so many traits and attributes that we have as women that we're blind to. We don't see the traits that we have. We don't see how important some of the things that we have that is really, really important to push a sale forward. We have it. We have that ability to relate to a prospect. I believe relationship and sales go hand in hand, and we're experts at that. So many of us, though, we minimize it or we or dismiss it. We don't think it's a big deal. It's everything. And so what the book is about is really helping women, particularly in sales, to have structure. You know, I give exercises, I give structure, I try to, again, share ideas and strategies that help our female entrepreneurs gain confidence, gain confidence to give them permission to, Mm -hmm. for instance, charge what they are worth. I see that sometimes that's an issue among our female entrepreneurs. We undercharge. We're giving out the very best. Oh, we're so good at coaching. We're so good at what we do. And we undercharge. We're not even able to to keep the lights on in our house (laughs) 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 because we were undercharging. Those are the myths. Those are the things that I'm looking to break through. Things such as another thing that I have found with a lot of my female entrepreneurs is that sometimes when it comes to objection handling, especially when they're more newbies, when they're new entrepreneurs, objection handling, hearing no's can sometimes feel like rejection for us. And I know that I had to overcome that too early on in my career. When Mm -hmm. I would hear no, oh my goodness, it it was personal. And you would find me, instead of continuing to sell, instead of getting over it, you know, I would just procrastinate and you could see me on the sidelines licking my wounds instead of getting back on the horse and going to the next prospect and selling. So again, these are the things that we need to overcome, these these self-imposed barriers so that we can be the dynamos, you know, the sales dynamos that we are. We are powerful. We just need to own it. And that's what I'm trying to help our female entrepreneurs do. But do you see more women entrepreneurs coming in, you know, moving forward? Oh, absolutely, for sure. Because I think women make some of the best salespeople are, are around because mm-hmm. of that. The biggest thing is the empathy, the ability to listen, because we build relationship, because we are really able to show that we care. We care about that person getting a breakthrough. We care about that prospect being able to solve the problem. This is how you can solve it. So, yeah, I'm seeing that when we come into our own and there's a lot of a lot of badass female salespeople out there, it's really gratifying to see. I love seeing it. They're out there. 
Yes. What's your advice to women in sales, women in business? I am, this is me again, this comes in part from being a teacher and it comes in part from being trained in psychology. I think that is really important that we, all entrepreneurs, but particularly women, that we keep from being isolated. Sales can be a very isolating activity. We're by ourselves. We're trying to make sales quotas in isolation. That's why for my mega sales program, that we come together as a community, a sales community, where we are helping each other hit income goals, it hit the sales goals. And so I would tell any female in business to make sure that you get connected. Now, when I say community, community can be two or more people. You're just not doing sales alone, that you're constantly making sure that you get your sales skills sharpened by having coaches, always having coaches, and to believe, you know, sometimes we as women need coaches to believe in us before we can even believe in ourselves. Yeah. And that's what coaches have done for me. Sometimes they saw things in me that I couldn't see in me and they would see it and they would encourage me to own it and they would give me the, the, what I needed to do to own it. And I grew substantially. And that's, that's the advice I would give a woman in business is don't do it alone. Get a coach, get a community, get accountability partners to help you to succeed. And you can succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Wow, that's a great advice. <laughs> the most important I like is believe in yourself. I think that's more important for any woman to succeed. Yes, absolutely. To believe in ourselves is, uh, I think, honestly, with the Lago women, I don't know, not all women, but women of my generation, I'm, I'm a, bo uh, a boomer. Okay, I'm a boomer. You know, we grew up women. We grew up. I grew up where, you know, I look cute. I had my little barrettes in my hair and the beautiful little dress growing up and my beautiful shoes. I was taught to be beautiful, to be quiet, to be agreeable, never argue, to make sure that everybody was happy. That's how I grew up. And when I was little, guess what? It worked. <laughs> I was a teacher's pet. But when you become an adult and you get into to business, oh, my goodness, you have to undo all of yeah. that, that, that teaching. You have to undo it. And you have to learn how to be assertive. You have to learn how to be visible. You have to learn how to be able to, to be bold and to stand out from the crowd. Well, guess what? That takes some time if you were raised the way I was raised. Yeah, we are almost in the end of the session. Okay, two more questions. One is like, what is the daily habits which really helping you to become success? Maybe in terms of sales habits or uh, personal development habits, something you can share, which we can follow it. You know, I think a lot of this is simple and that is to show up and to show up consistently. So again, I'm a, I'm a social seller. So I have to make sure that I'm, on Facebook every day. Being consistent. I have an actual schedule that I follow. I follow a schedule like I follow the schedule for my nine to five. So in the morning, I'm doing X, Y, Z, or I'll do a Facebook live every Wednesday, or I'm writing for my blog every Monday, no matter how I feel, no matter how much I want to go look at uh, TV. <laughs> I, I stick to the program. I like to do a lot of coffee chats to get to know people, to talk to people. But guess what? That's part of my schedule. So I, what I would say is 
that it is the consistency that you show other people out there. You're showing other people, hey, I'm serious about what I'm do, I do. And I'm an expert that shows up every day. You can count on me to be here on Monday, to be there on Thursday. And I know that that builds the no like and trust factor when people, you, and you don't know who's watching you. Like you don't know who's watching Very you. Very true. But, but people are watching to see, is she for real? Is she an expert? Mm. I like her personality. So I have to be very serious about my business and about how I want to change the world. I realize that for me, it's important to help women and men, but women in particular, to find the sweet spot between being able to transform someone's life and to get paid well. That is my mission, is to get paid well for the transformation you can provide for your client. And there's no negotiation there. That's why I live and breathe. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I loved it, you know, changing others' life as well as get paid well. Yes. Both should go together. <laughs> yes. The last one, like what is your secret of success? Secret of success. Again, this is my perspective. But I have found that the more successful that we get, the more we need to focus on personal development. Personal development is just as important as my ability to know the nine-step sales system. That's really, really important because this is what happens. And Delaga, I know that this is probably true for you too, is that on your journey to being an entrepreneur, guess what? You start seeing your faults. You start seeing, oh my goodness, I get triggered here. Oh my goodness, I I have a problem with believing in myself there. Oh my goodness, you know, I have this horrible pattern that I keep doing over and over again. Every time I deal with adversity, I want to throw in the towel. You start seeing things about yourself that you need to heal. You need to heal. You need to grow out of. So that means that, you know, there have been times when I've been under, you know, been with a therapist or I've been in a support group or, mm-hmm. I, you know, because to me, being an entrepreneur really does show all of your warts and it shows all the things that you need to work on. And I think working on ourselves gives us more permission when we grow up, then that means that, well, it's easier for me to ask for that high ticket price. Mm-hmm. When I keep growing up and becoming a better version of myself, guess what? Rosalind's more, I'm, I'm so bold now. The Laga, I am bold. I will wow. say what I have to say. And whew, I don't, but you know what? That took a long time for me to de- to develop. I was a very shy child. I never talked up. I never spoke up. But for me to be as bold and as talkative as I am now, some of my childhood friends, they will tell you, they, they will say, is that Rosalind? <laughs> yeah. These are the things that I had to become if I was going to be an entrepreneur and, and if I was going to do my mission. So I would tell anyone, please don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to, to get into some personal development because it is going to pay big dividends in the end. Wow, that's wonderful. The shy baby become a bold woman sales trainer now. Yes, yes. <laughs> it took time, but I'm very proud of that. You know, I have come a long way. And most, you know, we all have that journey. We all have yeah. that journey. Yeah. And so how audience can connect to you? Yes. So I do have a Facebook group, Sales Made Simple, because I'm trying to help uh, women and men 
uh, but I'm focused on women, particularly for the month of uh, uh, this month in November, my birthday month is November. I focus on women in sales and um, based on, and we go through the book, 21 must do's for women in business um, to make more sales. And so I would ask people to become part of my Facebook group. I want you to get to learn who is this Rosalind? What is she about? Can I learn from this lady? And so I would ask you just to get on Facebook and look for sales made simple. And I can position your business to make six plus figures to have a regular income. So I want you to join the journey. Nice to have you here, Rosalind. Absolutely. It's been my absolute pleasure. And I, I hope I've been of service. 100% yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sell Like Her podcast. Do subscribe and share it so that it reaches the maximum women to get benefit by listening to successful women's stories. Let's join together and support each other to change the face of sales. Meet you in the next episode. Until then, bye. Take care.